This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This podcast is brought to you by Midland Radio USA in Kansas City, Missouri. New to the lineup for Midland is the MXT 275, which we use on a regular basis in all of our rigs. We have been super happy with these units and highly recommend them to the Overlander looking to upgrade to a super reliable communication system. The Midland MXT275 MicroMobile 15 Watt GMRS two-way radio features a fully integrated control microphone ideal for vehicles with limited dashboard space allowing for the radio base unit to be stashed away. Transmit with authority on 15 GMRS channels and 8 repeater channels. The MXT275 is equipped with a NOAA weather scan plus alert technology to keep you informed on local weather conditions. It also features a powerful new USB-C charging port allowing for the quickest charge time, including cell phones and handheld radios. Exclusive to Anderson Overland listeners, receive 15% off when you use promo code ANDERSONPODCAST on all items now at MidlandUSA.com. Welcome to the Anderson Overland Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Anderson Overland Podcast. I am your host, Joey Anderson, and... uh, Hey, today's a pretty special day. We have an interview with Chase from Adventure Overland. Been really looking forward to this for the last couple of weeks. Chase is just an amazing guy, and uh, we have a great relationship. And I've just uh, been looking forward to interviewing him. So we uh, had a little audio issue. My apologies. That has been since fixed. We tried to redo this podcast um, before uh, got too crazy busy this week, but uh, the week got away from me and we weren't able to do it. But uh, this this podcast has some just amazing content and we had a great time. It's about an hour long um, and uh, it's unedited. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And um, I apologize again for the audio distortion, but uh, hopefully Chase's side of things will come through really clearly and you guys will enjoy yourselves. So 
anyways uh hope you enjoy and here it is dude i'm stoked to have you on i've been thinking about doing this for months and uh how have you been man awesome man thank you so much for having me on welcome welcome thank you guys hello internet what's up guys <laughs> how's, how's the family been doing good man we've been uh we've been busy we just got back home a few days ago from uh pretty actually probably my most epic slash most favorite most entertaining uh adventure to date actually so really uh, doing good man that's so cool man i can't wait to hear about that so so dude like we've we've known each other for gosh quite a while now which is crazy to think about i mean the years just go by so quick but how how did we uh you remember how we first met how did how did you meet anderson overland Dude, yeah. So I, so interestingly enough, your uh, your background there with the Red Forerunner and the uh, the Scout trailer there. I was watching YouTube videos about the Scout trailer like way back in the day. I was considering buying one, and so I had come across your YouTube video. Gosh, four or five years ago, maybe. And really? then, uh, yeah, dude, it was a long time ago. You did like a little walk around on it, and then so when we went to the FJ Summit back in, uh man. 17 18 yeah it must have been like 2017 or 18 yeah yeah it was my first fj summit i just finished building my tacoma and i was like i'm gonna go just like rip this thing and then i saw you guys park and we're walking to the event and i was like dude that's that guy i watched that video on <laughs> that's so crazy what's up yeah. <laughs> i remember that dude we were walking up with our dog right we just like got out yeah, and we were walking across that plot yeah, your yeah. brother was there with the with the Tacoma. You know, I think he had just finished building his Tacoma or whatever. And yeah, uh, yeah, man. So like, that's crazy. That's gosh, five, four or five years ago already. That's that's wild. Gosh, man. Time I know, wild. I know, man. I was just looking through photos. Um, I did an interview with Midland Radio this morning, and they were asking for photos. I was looking through stuff and just scrolling through, and I'm like, oh my gosh, man! Like, there's some photos that were so long ago that seemed like they were yesterday. You know, like you can remember every detail of that trip or whatever, you know, looking at these photos, it's just, it's just amazing to me how, how time flies. It's just, it's nuts, it's, man. It's so crazy. And, you know, I'm sure you experience this too. It's almost like the older you get, the faster it goes too. And like, that seems weird because neither one of us are like super old or anything, but still it's like every day that goes on, the faster each day ahead of that moves. It's so crazy. There's not enough time in the day to finish everything that needs to get done and to like do all the stuff that like you have planned or, you know, goals or whatever. Oh, it's crazy, man. Time just flies. Life is yeah. really, really short. It's yeah. Wild. And you know, you know what, at least we're having a good time doing it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> at least, man. at least 99.9% .9 of it's <laughs> Yeah. Right on, man. So, so tell me about, um, our, our listeners want to know, obviously what, what's adventure overland all about? What, what is that? And, and what have you guys done with it over the years? So Adventure Overland, you know, I think like most of us do, it's, it's, it started off as a hobby, uh, you know, through Instagram, social media. Um, you know, me personally, I worked in the retail business and the car side of stuff for almost 10 years. And so I spent my days dark to dark, Monday through, you know, Saturday, you know, at a job that wasn't necessarily what was fulfilling me, so to speak. And I would see other people traveling and like just really living in the moment. And not that I wasn't because I don't ever regret anything I've ever done. However, I just got the feeling that there was a lot more to life that I wasn't really truly experiencing and, you know, living everything to the, you know, to the, to the fullest of my capability. And so, um, you know, I grew up, you know, kind of off-roading and camping and stuff like that. So I sort of made an Instagram page, Adventure Overland. And, you know, the whole motto behind everything is really just to 
hopefully encourage other people through things that I'm doing and the content that I'm sharing to motivate people to really get out, explore new things, live your life to the fullest and experience stuff that you never thought you'd be able to experience. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, I think that a lot of people don't do things out of complacency or fear of uh, the unknown, you know? And so I just, I, I think that, you know, that is holding a lot of people back from really living, you know what I mean? And so I just, yeah. I'm the hand raiser guy, man. If there's an opportunity to do something, like I throw my hands up and I go do it and like figure it out as I go, you know? And so right, right. hopefully along the lines, if I can motivate and encourage at least one person to do the same, it doesn't have to be as extravagant or as extensive as, you know, driving over, you know, a mountain. It could be, you know, going to your state park in your backyard or something, but right. at least you're, doing something out of the norm and like making a memory that you can pass down for generations because that's what life's all about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's important, man. Like, I mean, you know, just like you said, it to me as well, you know, if we influence one person, one family to get out there and do something different with their lives, instead of just sit in front of the boob tube and, and waste yeah. away, you know, um, it's worth every bit of the, the time and effort that, that we put into this, you know, in my opinion, it's just such a great avenue to get out there. And, and, you know, it's like with everything that, you know, you, you're just like me, man. You're like a go-getter entrepreneur type guy, you know, and I love yeah. that about you. And like, you know, with me, it's like, if I get into something, like I'm absolutely into YouTube and Instagram, finding out everything I can about it, you know? Oh, dude. And it's yeah. like, dude, it influences everything about it for me, you know? And it's like, if we could be just that one tool in that toolbox for that person, like makes it all yeah. worthwhile. Exactly. man. You My know? wife's like, I mean, you're always on YouTube or you're always on your phone. I'm like, man, you know, there might be an opportunity there or I might learn something that I'm not doing or, you know, I, I don't know. There, there's, there's so much that's available to us in today's day and age. That's free. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? That, like, yeah. Why not use the tools that's literally here? You yeah. Know I mean? It's like the old uh, encyclopedia Britannica at our fingertips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we can watch it now and listen to it instead of read that. Crap. Exactly. Man. <laughs> it's like, if, I mean, like I literally watch two, three videos a week on how to do something new or to fix something in you know one of the businesses. And it's like, and these people are getting paid to make these videos. Like, why can I make that video? And it's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to start making those videos. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, the videos you've been making are been epic, man. I wish so bad that I had the time, uh, you know, the, to do that because it's so fun. Like, you know, I've, I've been thinking about doing like the, a video portion of the podcast, you know, like kind of like oh, Joe, yeah. Joe Rogan does where you can find his, you know, watch his podcast as well as listen yeah. to them. But I just, yeah, not, you know, it's a lot of editing and stuff to you and just, you know, like making sure everything lines up, you know, because you're doing it live, you know, and, and you almost can't edit it really. I mean, because if you yeah. do it live and you and you broadcast it that way, then people can see everything cut up, you know. And so yeah. I just been doing it like audio because then I can at least edit out all my ums and ahs and <laughs> all this stupid yeah. stuff, you know, make yeah. myself sound better. But like video, it's like, man, it's so raw. Like you have to do. I mean, you have to be super dialed and, and maybe at one point I'll get that way. But for right now I'm doing audio, but there's so much like video stuff. I'd love to do that. Yeah. I just don't have time for, but I'm, I'm stoked that when you post stuff, man, like you get to watch that and it just inspires me to do other stuff. You know, it's super cool. Yeah. Honestly, man, like, you know, truthfully, like I'm still learning. Like I have, I always have like a vision in my head. Like I'm one of those like super creative guys, but the problem with me personally is that like, I'm like an Etch-A-Sketch with somebody blind drawing on it. You know, it's like when I get an idea, it's just like it's all over the place. You know what I mean? And so, like, I have to work really hard to, like, focus in and, like, get an idea out. But so, like, when I make a video, like, it's in my head. I'm having fun when I'm doing it. It's like, oh, man, I really didn't storyline this very well. Like, how am I going to put a video together? So, like, in post, it takes, like, 10 times longer. And, like, yeah. again, my 
I'm still learning, man. But like the biggest thing is I'm having fun doing it. Like that's all that matters. And, like, Absolutely, man. Yeah. There, there's people out there that enjoy it. So like at least it's relatable to, to most, you know what I mean? And as, as time goes on, they'll get better. I'll get better. And like, you know, just progresses, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I look look back. I mean, I'm only you know this is my sixth episode. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm only that deep so far. But I I listened to like my first episode and like like man, like so much better than it was even the first time. You know, just get better and better and tweak things and you know get more comfortable talking and stuff. Yeah. You know, and hearing yourself and all this crap. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun, man. And it's just uh, like you said, just something fun. I I love doing it. I love talking shop with people like you and my friends and family and you know, and, and just, uh, creating a, another Avenue, another resource for people. And it's just been super cool. So yeah, dude, but, I, I love the whole podcast platform. I think it's so cool because it's, you know, making a video, you know, there's a lot of realism out there, but you know, a podcast, it's, it's just, it, it's a lot more raw and real, you know, yeah. I mean? it's, it's you, you people, I think, you know, for me, when I watch podcasts, I really can, you know, feel like I'm in the moment and relate to people that are having it. So I think this is really cool what you're doing this, man. Super cool. Yeah, dude, I appreciate that. You know, and I, I it wouldn't be as cool as hopefully it would, will be without people like you, you know, and, and all the contacts and relationships we've built over the years doing this. And, and I just really look forward to the future of the podcast. And just like you said, that rawness and just be able to get, you know, whatever you know, little bit of information that we've learned over the years to people yeah. to add to, you know, this plethora, I guess you'd say, <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, of info out there, you know, and just that little snippet that maybe we can add to the timeline, you know, and it's just super rad. That's what it's all about, dude. I mean, we're always learning something new from, from somebody, you know, like every single day you learn something new and like, you know, we don't know everything, but like we both experience stuff, you know what I mean? Right. And like, what we do know and you know again we've both made mistakes on trying things and like the things that we know like that doesn't work we can right. share that with people like hey don't do that because i did that and it didn't work very well you know what i mean yeah so, and dude <laughs> speaking of that the scout the scout trailer now i'm like dang i should have sold that thing that was like the best setup ever yeah. <laughs> now i'm like you know the regret like dang it but you know it's yeah. all good but um dude like that being said like how has how has this industry um, and like the overlanding community shaped you like as, as a person, bro, honestly, like I truthfully to my core still can't believe how my, how my life has unfolded in the last few years, to be honest with you, you know, uh, 2018, I resigned from, you know, basically a 10 year career in the car business, opened up a gym. And then, you know, in the same time, I literally started my Instagram page. So from 17 to now i've met incredible people literally all over the nation uh and up into canada and i've literally traveled all over the country up into canada and through all of that uh i've been able to see things that i never i guess thought i would have been able to at least as fast or in a short period of time you know what right I mean? Is that right, right oh yeah absolutely you know you know there's places that like i'm gonna go see that one day but it's like you know you think like that's a 10-year goal or something like that not like or, or may or may not ever happen <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly like in 2019 alone i did like 40,000 miles and a lot of that stuff like i didn't even cover a lot of the fuel like that but people paid me to show up wow. you know what i mean so like i, I just it's drastically changed how I look at things and how anything is possible. You know what I mean? Right. And like dream, dream big, man. Dream big. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Dream big. And like the more and more that I do and the more people that I meet, the more and more it motivates me and like super encourages me to like 
push the boundaries on what I can do and how much I can see with my entire life in its entirety. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That sounds really weird, but like if you look at our life, an average life is like 80 now. Like what are we a quarter of our way through our life? Like yeah, I'm half. <laughs> how, much, how much yeah, how much more can I see while I'm physically able? A goal right. is like as much as possible. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, this is like so, the prime time of our lives, man, to do that, you know. Yeah. Um, absolutely right, man. And and by the way, everybody listening out there, definitely if you're in what what city is the gym in? In Texas? Harlingen, Texas. Yeah. Okay. South Texas. Yeah. There Check out minutes. 20 minutes from where? South Padre Island. Okay. So you guys, if you're in that area, definitely go check out Gentry Gym. It's a freaking yeah. awesome place. I watch the videos. I, I see the content that you guys post and like, dude, it's so inspiring. Such a rad, uh, um, you know, community that you have there and an outlet for people resource to, to stay fit and um, highly respect you for that, man. It's uh, what a cool place that you got there. Thank Super you, man. rad, man. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, with overlanding, like, you know, so far over the years, it was, you know, since we met, like what, what's been your favorite region to explore in the camp in? Oh man, that's a good question, dude. Uh, to camp in, honestly, when I was in Canada, that was probably the most beautiful like landscape, you know, or geography that I think I've ever, ever physically seen. Uh, it reminded me of like watching, uh avatar or chronicles like <laughs> right so it was just it was just super green and of course we we're on the east the uh, the west coast so like i don't know man it was just that was probably the most beautiful place i camped in but as far as where i like to go the most my wife and i really enjoy colorado yeah yeah we, uh, something about i don't know that might be cliche i think everyone says colorado but i don't know man i just we, we really enjoy going to colorado that's so funny when, you when say it, that <laughs> when it comes to camping and stuff now if it's going to be like you know let's go out and wheel and put it four-wheel drive and crawl over stuff that's moab like moab yeah dude that's yeah. one of my bucket lists i haven't been there yet oh, so dude, it looks man. so rad i spend weeks in four-wheel drive there and like really? my back will be killing me kidneys will be hurting <laughs> i don't i don't even care man i'll just keep going let's go <laughs> 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 dude i have to totally agree with you on colorado though man that place I, I there's only one other place that i think tops colorado for me and that's alaska um oh, dude that's but dude it's so similar though like you go up like engineer pass and Imogen and all that it looks just like alaska so like whenever i'm there it just like brings back that alaska memory you know and and i have like such um i've got you know, 50, 60 year family history in Silverton. My, my great grandfather was a train engineer for the Silverton railroad. What? Yeah. That's for like bad, 50, 50 years. I've got his 45 year pin, his gold pin that the company gave him, but I've got a huge background in Silverton. So it's like, you know, I kind of have this like personal connection there um, as well as, you know, just that place is just a special look, you know, a special location I, in my, my I heart. Love man. Silverton, man. I think that's another reason I like Colorado so much. There's so many like ghost towns and abandoned old mining towns there. Yeah. Like we went up to Tin that Cup. old history and everything. Oh, dude. Yeah. I spent a, like a weekend in Tin Cup, Colorado, uh, in 20, end of 2019. And like that was such a rad place too, because like, you know, it's still there, but you, you, your mind just starts to wonder like, man, this was a, like a thriving community at one time. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. Like they got old abandoned cemeteries and of course all like the, uh, you know, the, it's all segregated. It's just like, man, things were wild back then. And like, we think we're living in wild times now. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, you know? have, you, have you checked out, um, 
uh, Cyril Gordo, the uh, Ghost Town no, Living on YouTube. I have it, man. Dude. I saw, that, I saw that they're like, like they're rebuilding it basically. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you have to check that out. It's, um, it's in the Owens Valley uh, on the way, like between, I don't know if you're familiar with that part of California, but um, between like Independence and like Bishop kind of, there's they're like Central California on the way to like Mammoth and Tahoe. There's this yeah. huge valley called Owens Valley, and they're on the the west facing aspect on the east side of this valley, way up at the top of this mountain. And dude, like you have to like tonight, you have to promise me you have to go watch at least like one episode. Like watch the first one, and you'll be hooked. And like it's like this guy goes and buys this freaking ghost town, spends like you know yeah. a, mil- a million and a half or something, buys this ghost town, and now he's restoring it, and he's like exploring every single mine shaft that he's got on the site, finding all sorts of crazy relics in there and like rebuilding all these, these buildings. And then there's like this, uh, this salt tram that went up and over into death Valley and he hiked the entire tramway all the way down. Dude, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely nuts. Is this, he's rebuilding like the old original hotel, I think. Yeah. The American hotel burned down like six months after he owned it from an electrical fire and then heavy D sparks. And his yeah, crew I, went up there. I read about it. I read about it online. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Concept, but yeah. I, okay. I'm definitely going to go check it out. Then. Dude, it's sick. You got to start from like episode one though. And, and like watch the whole thing. Like over the last year, it's dude, it's freaking so cool, man. Like this guy is such a rad dude. And it's funny to watch him because, you know, he's like us. I mean, I've, I've had, you know, same with you. You've had off-roading and camping experience your whole life. Um, and this guy might've had some experience with that stuff too. But like the first episode, he's like, driving up this road in the snow in this freaking little pickup, a Toyota pickup. And he's got like these stupid like shoes on that are totally not made for snow. And like, you know, he gets out and he's like, couldn't go any farther. And he's like walking up this trail to his house on this property he just bought in the middle of a freaking blizzard with these stupid like little, I don't even know what type of shoes they were, but he's like a total flatlander kind of dude, like city guy, you know, out in the middle of freaking nowhere by himself in this blizzard. And he's walking up this trail and like, to watch him grow from that point to now, yeah, it's unreal, man. And it's just that's, so like that's freaking that's cool. That's one of those man. like sink or swim situations. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he was just like thrown right into the mix. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. All right, I got to figure this out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's snowing and uh, I could die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's cool, dude. You got to check it out, but yeah, I'll um, definitely check that out. Yeah, but dude, speaking of that, like, what what areas have you not been? been to yet that you aspire to check out or like what's like a bucket list location uh bucket list for sure is you know i I, i'm I'm about to acquire a new vehicle and uh i would like to drive it from the gulf of mexico all the way up to the arctic ocean so i'd like to go up to alaska but alaska it's a really big bucket bucket list for me uh and also man like i i haven't explored a whole lot of the east side of the united states specifically like the northeastern side of the the country Mm. you know and uh, i spent a lot of time out west over the last few years, I think just because that's what most people, you know, it's just so publicly like pushed on social, you know, Colorado, California, Utah, all that. Yeah, it's like the Mecca. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so many of those places are just so publicly like just pushed. And so like, obviously like I hit a lot of that stuff first and uh, I would like to, you know, I don't know, go, go see some of like the super cliche stuff, like the, you know, Mount Rushmore and, you know, like the Niagara Falls and like obviously make an adventure of it out of the way while I'm, you know, going to see places like that. But right. obviously that's not a like hardcore overlanding to those specific spots. But, you know, I, 
with the way I like to travel, so I usually like will pick a general destination and like, all right, how how far can we do tour and scenic route to get to it? Right. And, and then, like, <laughs> usually it turns into like this epic thing where it's like, hey, there's a national force over there. Let's just detour off a couple hours and camp, and then like get back on a route. And, you know what I mean? So, right. That's how I like to do things where I I I plan not to plan. I mean, I don't know. That mean, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. So you're 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 heading out there with with. A destination but no plan yeah. on how to get there yet you know yeah, exactly. but, but but wanting you know setting that goal to see everything you can on the way there yeah exactly you know, with no itinerary be, <laughs> yeah if i'm gonna be in the percent even if it's a four hour like offshoot and then like back on route like that's a lot closer and i guess realistic than starting back right from here south texas to right. go back to that spot like damn i was four hours away and i didn't go see it like i should have saw it well that's why i go do that now you know so right yeah Dude, I would love to freaking hook up with you and, and do a trip up California, like all the places I'm really familiar Dude. with and show you some of the stuff, like epic stuff in that state. Like other than the political <laughs> uh, yeah. political temperature of that place, that is just like some of the most amazing yeah. uh, overlanding I've ever done, man. Like you Dude, know, Southern California to like Tahoe, all mostly off-road, it's just epic. Dude, let's do it, man. I, uh, you know, I'm sure we're going to get in a conversation here in a minute, but you know, next, well, September through the next 12 months i'm going to be doing a lot of miles so like dude let's definitely set something up and make it happen man. yeah that'd be perfect timing for me too um yeah let's do it man i'm, I'm totally down but like do yeah. talk talk about um you know going back into like the you know not having an itinerary and just you know not knowing kind of what you're going to come across do you have any funny stories or memorable stories from the trail that you can tell us about doesn't have to be something crazy, just, you know, long, just, you know, you have anything that comes to mind. Um, I know I've got a ton. I've been trying to like tell as many stories on the podcast as possible. It's always, it's always funny to hear or cool to hear stories from other people, you know, about what their experiences have been. Maybe, maybe not as crazy as mine, but. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Funny ones. I don't know, dude. I mean, you know, I think even just memorable. What what was something memorable? You know, a memorable well, story or, or event that happened to you out on the trail? Well, super memorable. Uh, two instances, actually, kind of. Well, not recent anymore. This has been about a year and a half ago now. Jack and I did a little trip to Colorado, and uh, we it's kind of one of those things. It was like we wanted to go to Aspen. That was kind of like the destination that we were shooting for. And of course, we just kind of like shot around until we got to Aspen, and. Um, you know, once we got to Aspen, if you haven't been to Aspen and whoever is listening that has been, it's, it's, it's a touristy ski town. You know what I mean? So right, like, once right. we got there, it was like, <laughs> all right, we saw it. Now let's go find some woods to camp in. You know what I mean? So yeah. Like Aspen. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Aspen, California. Get dumb and dumb, 70 right? miles to the gallon in this hollow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we, we basically backtracked and, uh, we asked some locals like, Hey, where's a quick spot? We had like a couple hours before it got dark. So obviously you don't like making camp in the dark, especially place you haven't been before. And uh, he guided us to go up this pass and we took off and we were, I don't know, man, 30, 40 minutes outside of town, you know, halfway up this mountain pass and like failed to tell us that they had severe avalanches this past winter. <laughs> that past and so we got like an hour up this thing on like a place where you cannot turn around at, you know, oh, it's just God. wide enough for our Tacoma. And it's just like, as far as I could see, just rubble. <laughs> so Jackie's panicking. I'm like, shit, 
about to be dark. We don't know where we're camping at. There's a drop off right here. We got to back out of this thing. Right. So like, oh, you know, man. I back down, you know, a couple hundred yards. We finally got a spot to like, you know, back it up, back the ass end up the side of the mountain and like get it turned around, got back into town. And then, uh, you know, we, we ended up camping like a KOA or something, but yeah. And on, on that same trip, actually, uh, not as I guess sketchy, but, we uh we ended up back in Ridgeway, uh, Colorado, California, uh, Ridgeway, Colorado, and we camped uh, basically on a creek there, and uh, we sort of took like a I don't know a dip in the in the water. It was you know basically melted snow from the top of the mountain, so <laughs> you know, thirty degree bath. Oh my god! Super comical for Jack and I because I don't know it was just one of those things where it was like just do it you know did, I mean? did you did you guys video that i think i we saw so yeah, i think i saw that yeah. <laughs> Jack, you know off video she's like i can't believe you're making me do this like just do it it's gonna be hilarious you know? and, like, yeah dude of course we laughed about it but you know we both did it and was like we are never doing that again that oh my god <laughs> yeah oh, i bet i can't even imagine there's been a couple times where we've been like contemplating like going into a river to get that you know that trail shower that trail bath you know yeah. and you're like uh, I think I'm going to just wait this one out until we get a hotel room another week. Yeah. You know? and, and honestly, man, like after we did, it, it was like, man, I feel like more refreshed than I've ever felt. Like it's, I don't know, it's just totally revitalized you, but in the midst of doing it, it's the most horrendous, miserable thing ever. Oh my God. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. I, I know some of the, the creeks that we've come across out there, you put your hand in it, like, you know, I've gone to like wash my hands or just, you know, go yeah. in there and stuff. And you're like, Oh my God, like I gotta get the hell out of this thing. This is crazy. This yeah. is like, insane instant, like, insane needles. yeah instant, yeah like, instant pins and needles in your fingers and stuff yeah, yeah. you're like if i fall in like six inches of this i'm gonna die you know yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well dude who's been you know i i know probably for you same as for me but I, i'm curious who's been your biggest hero and the biggest influence in your life oh man on this this is going to be actually i had this my wife asked me this question not too long ago and uh i I hope it doesn't sound arrogant or cocky but honestly man myself you know what i mean um uh that is as weird as that sounds like obviously there's lots of people that i look up to and i you know that i pull inspiration and motivation from but you know i feel like in life you've got to inspire and motivate yourself to make your own decisions and choices and like some people don't do it and like the people that do are usually the ones that like become the most fruitful in their lives. You know what I mean? And right. Um, then there's nothing wrong with anything or anyone else that doesn't, but you know, I think society teaches people that you've got to stay inside the lines of a coloring book, so to speak with, with what you do in life. And um, sometimes you can draw a better picture on a blank sheet of paper. You know what I mean? And like, you're your own coloring book and you got to draw your own picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's interesting. I've never heard someone, you know, answer that, that question that way. That's, that's super cool, man. You know, I, yeah. I, uh, I mean, it's, it's awesome that, you know, that you can recognize that and, and, and see, you know, where you've come and, you know, and where you've come from and, and who those influencers were in your life and, and who molded and shaped you into who you are and this motivated entrepreneurial, you know, adventure driven guy, you know, and, um, you know, that says, like that says said, a lot yeah. about, about your character and, you know, and who you are and who you want to be, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. You know, like I said, I don't, 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 you know, I guess miscompute or whatever, but like, you know, I, there's lots of people that I do watch and like, man, those people are, are very successful, but 
Uh, if you're trying to be somebody else, you're never really going to truly blossom as your own individual. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, yeah. you know, you pull parts and pieces from everybody and then you make it your own. And I think that's what right. I try to do with, with everything that I do. So I don't know. Yeah, that's cool, man. No, that's awesome. I, I, I appreciate you being honest that way. And, you know, and that's, that's a, a different perspective, you know, on that. That's, that's super rad. Um, so like you just got like super deep. Yeah, we totally did. <laughs> okay. Let's steer the ship another way. <laughs> um, all right, dude. So I, you've been posting stuff like crazy the last couple of weeks and I'm dying to know what is going on with your ambassadorship with Ford and the new Bronco. Like, dude, that yeah. thing looks pretty sweet. I've, I've really never been a much a Bronco or a Ford guy. And now I'm seeing like some of the stuff they're doing. I'm like, dude, like they're kind of stepping up their game. And with this Bronco, I'm really curious to know what's going to happen yeah. with that thing and where they're going with it. Dude, especially I'm, you and your ambassadorship with them. Honestly, man, I am, I am still flabbergasted with this opportunity. Um, and I'll, I, now I can talk about it for a long time. I had a non-disclosure agreement sign where I couldn't really talk about it, but September of last year, um, I got a message on Instagram, you know, from basically a third-party marketing company for Ford, basically. And uh, it was more or less with the door open, you know, to an opportunity that potentially could be there. And, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but I get bombarded with just crap on Instagram. And I was just kind of <laughs> right. immediate response was like, whatever. <laughs> ignore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ignore, delete. And it was one of those times where, like, I didn't delete it. and. Long story short, it turns out to be where, you know, Ford has selected, uh, you know, a select group of people and they're basically going to be handing us a brand new 2021 Ford Bronco wow. uh, that is packaged most closely to, you know, who we are as individuals and the type of things that we do with our vehicles currently. So uh, it's a 12 month contract from the date that I received the Bronco and uh, basically Ford wants me in it as much as possible and doing as much as possible with it um, wow you ready showtime on may 3rd summer starts with the fall guy what are you doing later let's drink a spicy margarita make some bad decisions yes Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. So. What's a, what, what a rad opportunity, man. Wow. Yeah, man. I, I am honestly, like I said, I, I still can't believe it. To be honest with you. Like. <laughs> I can, dude. I mean, you, you're a you're a good dude, man, and you put out uh, you know some awesome, awesome stuff out there, and I know people see it, and you know, obviously, it's you're you're far reaching, you know, for for people like that to uh, you know come across you, and and I'm not surprised at all, man. I mean, I think it's awesome. I think it's gonna be such a rad thing for you and for the community. Oh, dude, yeah, it I, I, means a lot, man. Thank you, thank you for that, by the way. But yeah, man, I'm you know on you know again, this is totally unbiased about the vehicle, Mister Give Me One. You know, when when I had first heard a new obviously i think most car guys knew that ford was coming out with a bronco like five years ago they launched it at one of the auto shows and whatever when it first was like this is the official image before they had initially reached out to me you know i had owned the tacoma i think for two or three years at that point and um you know not that i was sort of finished or done with it but you know you know you kind of like 
I've done everything I can do to this thing. I've pushed right. it to its absolute limits. I, I you know, you kind of get that like itch to build something bigger, a little more capable, or whatever, whatever the case is to fit, you know, fit your lifestyle at that point in time. Well, that was around the time that Ford had finally publicly announced and released like the specs for the Bronco. And I was like, man, on paper, this thing is pretty impressive. You know, comparing it to, you know, my Tacoma, the foreign FRs, you know, what its capability had, all that kind of stuff. And so at that point in time, I was really interested. And then a few months later, I got reached out to him like, no freaking way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. How does this happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's so yeah. rad. Hopefully, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of delays and stuff with COVID and all the chip stuff going on, but I should hopefully have the brand new Bronco in my possession uh, end of next month. This is the timeline right now. Wow. That's awesome, dude. I know, I know how you feel, dude. Like I, we, we've been kind of getting into the whole side-by-side scene in the last couple of years, just because of where we live and just, you know, another, another toy, another, you know, avenue to get out there and, most of these trails, my even my forerunner doesn't fit on because <laughs> they're all yeah. ATV and UTV trails. So it's like, well, there's a lot of places that we want to explore, and and you know, you can you can drive right out our our driveway, and then you know, two minutes down the road, there's huge sand dunes and trails up to Oatman Ghost Town and all over the That's desert, man. It's dude, like yeah, like testing grounds that like um, all these shock companies and performance companies, like Bobby Gordon, you know, with, uh, he has yeah. this new company called Speed UTV. Yeah. our speed ATV and there he's putting out his own, like, you know, type, like kind of Polaris razor type machine. Yeah. yeah I've, I've seen that online. Yeah, yeah. And they do all their, their testing out here in Parker and like around where I live. And so, um, it's super cool. So we got into that long story short. Um, we ordered it back in April and it just arrived today. So I've just been like ch- chomping at the bit, like, God, come on. This is taking forever. But same, like you said, it's been, they had, uh, chips for the gauge clusters that they couldn't get. There's, you know, sh- uh, yeah. shock absorber stuff, um, plastic, Crazy, all man. sorts of stuff, resins for the seats, uh, you know, unbelievable stuff. You're like, what? But things you don't think of, you know, that yeah. they get from, you know, overseas and whatever. Um, and so they actually, I, I was reading this thing recently, they had like a hundred cars on their assembly line and they couldn't, they couldn't put them out the door because they didn't have seats because, their manufacturer for the seats ran out of resin. So Polaris had this like cache of resins like hidden somewhere and they shipped it to this company so they could build the seats for them. Just weird stuff like that, you know, happening. So yeah, man, I hear you. It's, it's a, it's a pain in the butt. It seems like everything dude, lumber. And I mean, just everything out there right now is just crazy. Everything is so behind. Everything's so expensive. Everything is so delayed. It's so wild how one year of just, well, we still got chaos, but right. <laughs> yeah, one year of just out of whack stuff has just put everything. Ah, it's just, it's wild, man. It's crazy. It really is, man. I know they're, you know, here in my state, it's like, you know, almost like it never happened. You know, the, the mentality out here and just the, the amount of, you know, numbers yeah, no, and we, stuff, but like exactly I work in, that. work in California and like, you know, my last shift at work is like, they're talking about ramping it back up because of the Delta variant. You're just like, Oh God, here we go again. You know? Yeah. It's a stupid, it's a bummer. You know, it's such a bummer. Yeah, Jack and I spent, you know, a couple of days in Flagstaff on, well, a day and a half in Flagstaff on the way home from California last yeah. week. And it was like, hell yeah. Nobody is, this is totally normal here. You know? Yeah, and, yes. and like for the most part, a lot, Texas is super interesting lately, man. Cause we have a lot of California guys and people, you know, California people coming from there and they're moving to like central Texas, you know, which right. is nothing wrong with that, you know? So, but like there's parts of the state where it's like, 
man, there's a lot of people like still sort of, you know, on edge. And then like you go to like the sticks and it's just like, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I know, man, it's crazy to go from here and, you know, three hours away. It's a completely different world. Everybody's all, you know, totally fear mongered into, you know, wearing masks, you know, triple masks and everything. And I, you know, whatever, if you feel like you need a mask, that's your own prerogative, but yeah. you, know, you come out here and it's just like, there's the numbers are super low, if any, and, yeah. um, and yeah. everybody's just like, screw it. And they're like, with the Delta variant, people are just like, you know, screw it. We're not doing this again, you know? Yeah. But, you know, anyways, we could go into a whole conversation about that for yeah. hours, but <laughs> I won't get into the whole political thing, but it's just crazy yeah. how, how it's affected the industry, you know, a lot of negative ways. And I, I really hope that, um, you know, this new variant or whatever doesn't just throw a whole monkey wrench in everything again, because it's like, yeah. that's the last thing we need right now. As people are awesome. trying to recover and businesses, yeah. and you know, your business, you know, suffered. And it's just like, man, such a, just a crazy time of our lives. Never in a million years would I've ever imagined this. Never, dude, never. You know, like a lot of that, you know, like last year, we didn't do hardly any, we didn't do hardly anything last year, man. I don't think a lot of people did. Yeah, I see there. A lot of people did a lot of recreational stuff, but a lot of people did do nothing. You know, they're yeah. like, I was one of those yeah. people, we, we very minimally did anything last year. And so, you know, that's just, that's, again, that's a year lost that like we could have been doing stuff, you know? So like, yeah, now we got things to make up on, you know? Absolutely, man. Yeah. We'll get there. You know, it's, yeah. uh, we'll just pray that it keeps, um, you know, away and, and we can yeah. continue life as, as it was, but you know, with, you know, considering that and, and the possibility that, you know, hopefully it goes away and we don't have to deal with this anymore. What, what direction do you feel like the overlanding community or the industry is a better word, the overlanding industry will go in the next three to five years? Honestly, man, I, I think there's going to be a lot more people minimalize, you know, I guess going more of the minimalistic approach to their whole entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I see, you know, a lot more people maybe downsizing on their everyday and, you know, traveling and doing a little bit more. You know, I know I've already talked and seen a lot of people that, I mean, I know a buddy of mine just sold his nice house, bought a tiny home and like he's hitting the road a lot more. You know I mean? Mm -hmm. He still has his homestead, but like, I think for the overlanding industry specifically, uh, and even kind of, you know, transitioning over to like the recreational side of things like the rv side of stuff motorhomes all that kind of thing you know a, a lot more people are hitting the roads you know and like just recently you know we've hit a couple national parks too just kind of cruising through places and like you know visiting state and national parks now versus like 17 18 i don't oh, know yeah. even, they are packed it's stacked with people yep you know what I mean? And so like that, that kind of tells you right there, there's a lot of people that are now, you know, getting their feet wet, so to speak, and learning as they're going. So like for the overlanding industry, I think for people that have been doing it for a little while, we sort of have a little bit more of a, a responsibility to try to educate where we can, because there's a lot of people that are going to be trying stuff that they don't really know how to do just yet and nothing against yeah, them. But, totally you know, right. Yeah. You know, for their own safety, the places that they're, exploring on and then the people around them you know what yeah, I mean? and yeah. so like um i think you know there might be a little bit more bit you know with any crisis there's always things that come up out of it and like this is going to maybe bring up businesses that will either have like schooling for you know capping as odd as that sounds you know what i mean but like right. <laughs> you know there, there might be like 
I don't know, like online courses for how to live off grid. You get what I'm saying though. There's a lot of yeah. people that's doing things that they've never done before ever. Right. right. I mean, like specialty never, schools. They didn't, they didn't, and, yeah. Me yeah. and you, we grew up playing in the dirt and camping, all that kind of stuff, you know, but there's a lot of people that they grew up playing video games and now they're outside camping. It's like, they don't know everything yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so yeah. I, I think that today's day and age, a lot of that, there's going to be things that come up. And of course, retail side of stuff, you know, there's more ATVs being sold than ever. There's more boats being sold than ever right now. There's, you know, a million rooftop tent companies now. There's 5,000 million teardrop trailer companies now. So like there's just so many more things hitting the market that have to do with our industry which again is good for everybody so yeah dude I, I it's crazy like you know getting my feet wet in this whole side-by-side utv industry it's crazy now like you know i'm i'm online shopping for stuff and you know outfitting my rig and whatever and and it's amazing to see how many photos are out there of these rigs with racks and rooftop tents on them yeah it's crazy you know right? and you're like yeah you're like dude like I can totally see the benefit to that with, you know, I mean, yeah. there, there are places, I mean, I had the forerunner up this trail in the Wallapai mountains, which is just East of Kingman, Arizona. Yeah. And uh, it's just we, crazy. We, we stayed in Kingman. Like I saw that. That's funny yeah. too. <laughs> Dude, though, I'll have to take you up there sometime. It's this, this mountain range with some of the craziest trails I've ever been on. Um, so, some pretty neat stuff, but, I've, I've never wrecked my vehicle so much that, that I have on that, on that mountain. <laughs> and I was going up this trail one day and it was fine. It was just a fire road. We got up to this, this point where there was like this big pond for like the animals to, you know, to, yeah. um, to drink from and whatever. And it looked like the trail kept going up this ridge. So I'm like, Oh, let's just keep going. And we got up there and it was that, that kind of experience that you had in Aspen or whatever, we got so far up this thing. I, there was no way I could back down it at that point. It was yeah. super steep, super rutted, and it just kept getting more narrow, more narrow, more narrow. And then I realized, holy shit, dude, this is a freaking side-by-side trail. And there's no turnaround. We're at yeah. like this crazy, you know, steep angle. And dude, I had to just keep trucking. And we went three miles with just Shamish and Chaparral just screeching the side of the forerunner for three freaking miles, dude, before we got out of it and it just destroyed the side of the truck. Um, you know, I mean, just my, the whole time. dude, my daughter, my daughter just says now she's like, well, with every, every pinstripe, it's a memory. You know, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> dude, I was, I, my wife was so upset with me when we got home from that, but <laughs> dude, it's, uh, yeah, that, that, that place is insane. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I think that, you know, with the UTV and side-by-side industry, you know, you can hit those areas and overland in those areas and you don't got to worry yeah. about that crap. You know, you get into yeah. so many more tight little places, but the negative side of that is there's so much saturation of the industry and so many, like you said, yep. new people getting into overlanding with our rigs, overlanding with UTVs and side-by-sides that it's this influx of people. They're destroying nature because they don't that, know, they don't have the work, the, the, the ethic or whatever you want to call it. Um, the, the respect um, ethical, yep. you know, being or whatever, um, to clean up after themselves, put their fires out to, to not, to not go off trail where they shouldn't and it's ruining it. And now, you know, a lot of those places that you could go, you can't anymore. And it's yeah, just really a, a bummer deal. 
that's what sucks, man. That's what I was getting at earlier is the fact that like, you know, I, it's good because again, there's businesses that are thriving right now. There's, you know, aftermarket and overland accessory, you know, manufacturers and companies that are just booming because they're selling so much stuff. I mean, you know, 17, 16, 17, even in 18, you cruise down the road in my Tacoma and of course with your rig too, like at every gas station, people were just looking at it like it's a freaking Sasquatch. Nobody knew what the hell it was. And yeah. is that, you know, yeah. like, man, you know, this trip from California all the way to Texas, like I Man, it was probably at least two rooftop tents a day that I saw on cars just in traffic. And it's like now everybody knows what that is. You know, whereas yeah. three or four years ago, it was like, what is that? Yeah, they're on so, Subaru cross treks and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, so, a mini, you know, there's a freaking yeah. rooftop tent on a mini. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I saw, I saw what the a hell? Sienna minivan with a rooftop tent on it on the way back wow. this last week. Wow. You know, but like, like you're saying, though, there's so many more people out doing it that are obviously having a great time to them and like they're experiencing stuff, but because they're just, again, they're not aware of what the do's and don'ts are, you know, it, it's kind of scary for us and everyone else. And even the new people, because we might, you know, lose those world, locations. Yeah. Yeah. Our earth and all those places that we had to play on our privileges, man. And like, you don't take, you don't respect the privilege, the privileges get taken away. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, yeah. I hope, I hope that, you know, that's why, again, it's like our responsibility to share when we can and use the platforms that we have to hopefully educate and motivate in the correct ways so that way we all can continue to have a great time, make memories that we can share, you know, on and on and on. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely agree, man, 100%. And, and uh, you know, that's a big part of why we're doing this podcast, too. I really hope that this gets out there enough where, you know, like I said, it could just add that, just that little snippet in that person's yeah. life, you know, to, to help, um, you know, preserve the things that we all love and, and, and do them safely, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of like safety and stuff and being out there, what, what would be like a favorite product so far for you and how, how has it affected your experiences on the trail? Ooh, favorite product, man. Uh, as far as, you know, overnight comfort or getting somewhere because of capability. Um, I would say, uh, like for the trail for, for capability capability man honestly oh man that is a tough question for me Why are <laughs> so <hard? laughs> um sorry man i tried to send these to you last night for no 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 <laughs> it's good it's good because it's really making me think man and it's gonna be real you know as far as like ask me again one more time what's the question okay so what what would be a favorite product so far for you that you've used out on the trail and how has it affected your experiences okay uh product will be suspension that's that's kind of a very big thing but uh because most of the things that we do tend to be off-road uh as far as you know i know that suspension is a lot of products however the suspension is the foundation that everything you take with you rides on mm-hmm. and like that can make things uh a whole lot more comfortable getting to those iconic and just epic views and destinations and overnight spots to make those memories. You know what I mean? Otherwise it could just beat you half to death to get there. Right. And be miserable so, <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think, uh, I know that you said product, but that would probably be my first, like moving forward. Uh, when I built the Tacoma, I had a couple of different suspension setups on that truck. And, uh, first couple around were like, wow, this thing rides like shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, so once I really had some good stuff on there, it really made 
it really, I guess, made me want to do and travel to go see and do more stuff. So right. um, that would probably be my answer for that, man. Awesome, dude. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that one. I, I think that, you know, that's the whole foundation of everything, tires and suspension. And uh, yeah. if you don't well, got dialed, you know, a dialed setup and yeah. you're going to be in the hurt box <laughs> for the whole yeah, trip. Yeah, exactly. But next to that will probably be my refrigerator. Yeah. That's you're, you're, your answer. Are you rolling yeah. with Dometic? Uh, I have an Airb right now, man. But I, 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 yeah, I might have a Dometic here pretty soon, though. I, I've been happy. Dude, my Airb is four years old. It literally spent three years of its life in the bed of my Tacoma without a cover on it, and it literally wow. bounced around front to back uh, on Cane Creek in Moab one trip, and uh, it's dinged up, but it still works. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. I sh- yeah, I shouldn't have been on that trail, and the Tacoma was not liking it, and uh, we didn't really plan on doing it. So the fridge wasn't strapped down; it was just kind of back there, you know. Right. <laughs> like a pinball in the bed of the truck. <laughs> That's funny. Like we have we have video of it where it's like actually it's like the cooler videos where they're bouncing in the bed of the truck. You know, I have right. video of it. Like, ooh, I'm not going to show that. You know. <laughs> yeah, you come out of the trail, and people are like, "What? I can't even tell what the hell that thing is anymore. What, yeah. what is that?" <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Is that a box or like a, storage yeah, like, box or like an old smashed Bud Light can? Or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man! Well, dude, right. I got I got one more thing to ask you, dude. We'll wrap this up. I know it's we're like forty minutes in, but um, yeah. what what can you provide our listeners with as far as like a trail hack or a tip to assist them in their adventures? Ooh, trail hack or tip, man. Um, I'm going to say two. Um, one is, I think everybody knows, air down your tires. That's that. That's an easy one. But the first couple of years I started traveling, um, again, I always had these kind of like destinations that I would want to go to, but I didn't really have really good mapping on how to get there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so fast forward to now, uh, a good tip or hack is to get you a good set of maps or some sort of app where you can download off grid or offline mapping if you have an idea of where you're going to be at. So you are 100% aware of what trails are open or not. That way you can either not go to that place or know how to get to a place. <laughs> right. You know, so you don't end up in a situation like I was in Aspen where I was stuck. Had I had like something like Onyx Off Road, you know, all of that stuff is usually listed on there what's open or not. So, uh, and you can kind of see where you're at as far as elevation and stuff. So a good yeah, you've been pretty, ha- pretty happy with that, that software so far. I do, man. I, I like it because it's, it's, it's very user-friendly. Um, you know, I, I use guy for a little while and like guys, I guys awesome too. You know, I, mm-hmm. I really like guy also, uh, and, mm-hmm. I, and I still have it and use it every once in a while. But I think for a lot of just, I don't like using this term because people might get offended by it, but newbies, mm-hmm. you know, Onyx off road is, is really tailored to that individual, you know? So it's, right. it's a little, it's a little bit more user friendly in that sense, which can help people sort of transition to a, you know, maybe a more in depth set of maps. Right. But, yeah. yeah I, I think, uh, you know, I think with Gaia, I mean, you know, there's definitely some pros and cons to it. I've actually been looking at something different, uh, to use because, you know, there has been some experiences with Gaia that I'm like, ah, you know, this could be done way better. And I've heard really good yeah. things from, from people and from you, you know, about, about Onyx off-road and, and, um, you know, I think it's definitely worth, uh, uh, 
a shout out to that company because they've been, I mean, they're, they're definitely, you know, pushing things to the next level in the industry and you're yeah. hearing about them a lot more, you know? That and like, I don't know, man, I, I feel like they're just really relatable too. Um, mm -hmm. Like more specific to what we do. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the best way to put it. I just yeah. It's not really so much there. global. It's more yes. focused, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of why I, I like it and prefer it a lot lately, but you know, those would be my two tips or hacks is, uh, you know, air down your tires because that, you know, saves a lot of wear and tear on your vehicle and makes things a little bit more comfortable. What do you air down to usually? Uh, on, on a 33, 18 to 20 pounds, depending on you know, the tire. Yeah. But, uh, so the air down, you know, make sure you can air back up. So don't do that unless you know you can do that. But, <laughs> right. Uh, but, and then, you know, good set of maps. So you, you know where you're at and how to get out of somewhere. So, right. No, that, those are both awesome, awesome things, man. Well, dude, I really appreciate, uh, all the awesome insight and info and, and just, you know, the history on you and what you're involved in and, and, uh, dude, it's always so cool to talk to you and get, yeah, get caught up. It's been, it's been a while. And it has uh, been a while. I think the last time we chat, we did a live Instagram, like right at COVID, I think. Yeah, like, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As everything was kind of getting crazy. That's literally been on about a year ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What? Damn it. I know. I know, man. It's crazy. How, how could we, we have done that? Off. It was our <laughs> Instagram cut us off. Yes. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Well, dude, I'm, I'm stoked to see, you know, how far you guys have come and, and your challenges that you guys have overcome in the last year. And, um, and dude, I really appreciate you being on here with me and, and dude, hopefully, uh, we can mine, man. thanks for having me, bro. Thanks for having me a lot. It really means a lot. Oh, absolutely, man. And hopefully we can do more of these. I'd love to have, have you on again. And we maybe once you're kind of a little deeper into the Ford thing, and we can kind of have you back on and talk about, you know, your experiences in that new Bronco and just, you yeah, know, how man. things are going with, you know, po that possible transition to Arizona and, and all the cool yeah. things you guys got going on. And it's going to be super we'll rad. We'll definitely chat more about that stuff. Maybe uh, we can set something up where we do like a live video podcast, like on some epic mountain view somewhere and be like the first video one or something. Dude, that would be sure sick. That, sure. The listeners would like to see some epic views and a podcast at the same time, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude. Like, yeah. Meet up like rendezvous at some location and yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah, I'm down. So sweet, man. Thanks right for on, buddy. Me, bro. Looking forward to linking up soon. Yeah, likewise, bud. And uh, tell your, your wifey we said hi. And, and again, thanks for being on the podcast. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Definitely, man. Sounds good, dude. Have a good one. All right, brother. You too. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know, right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.